Hello and welcome to The Coolest Kids. I am one of your hosts, Terrence Wiggins, joined by your other host. This is Brock Wilbur. Coming to you live from WTKX Radio. Now, somebody draw the building with that that on top. <laughs> that, that lit up sign just, saying exactly that. It just it sputters out of the end. <laughs> it's just a jumble of plastic and metal. It's kind of a metaphor for what radio has become. I don't know. Do we have to? Do we have to do the whole thing? <laughs> uh, so, Brock, why don't you introduce this week's album since you're the one that brought it to the table? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> at uh, like a week or so ago, uh, something, uh, something Mary, uh, or I, 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 that is that is what this is. Something Mary is a Boston, Massachusetts-based record label sort of thing uh, that is uh, a yearly benefit compilation of artists writing or covering new Christmas songs. So they have two two other albums that we found just before we started recording uh, that are just like either new or covers of, of Christmas songs from like 2016 and 2017 with emo bands doing them. And I listened to some of these uh, and the original Christmas songs are fucking wild. <laughs> It's it's a lot of stuff that's like I'm working a minimum wage job. I'm gonna go home and kill myself, but also like, hey Santa, thanks. And you're like, what is this? I don't get it. Uh, so out of nowhere, uh, this year instead of doing that thing, uh, they did an album called Emo Shun, uh, which is a tribute to Carly Rae Jepsen's Emotion album, and they did all 15 tracks and. And every track uh, is done by a different band. And the production quality, we'll just start there, is is just wildly good. So somebody got into this. And it's on Bandcamp at somethingmary.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can listen to every track without buying anything, obviously, because it's a cover album. So the way that, like, the legality of that works, like, you don't have to get permission, but they do have to split costs of sales with people. You can just stream the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had... Very different and very similar experiences listening to this because uh, we just sort of did it in real time before the episode. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. It is absolutely a tribute album. Uh, we can start there. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. And I should go into this uh, saying that, like, I, I, I rarely pull the I'm older than you card on this show, but uh, I'm older than Terrence and I both suffered through and then beloved so many shitty tribute albums over the years to different things. My absolute favorite of all time remains uh, Dynamite with a Laser Beam, uh, which was uh, 3-1-G, which is a label that's mostly noise punk. Uh, uh-huh. Their tribute to Queen. Uh, and so the one song that most people might know, if you know anything, is that the Blood Brothers covered Under Pressure, which that fucking jams. Uh, but the rest of it uh-huh. is is uh, people like the Locust covering things. Uh, and it's just brutal noise. And you're like, this is not even a cover of whatever that was supposed to be like. Oh, that's We Are the Champions. No one knows because there were no words and it didn't sound like the song at all. And also it's just like a delay pedal. Like, I don't know what you were going for, but it's not there. Uh, and I, I genuinely love that album to death. Most of those songs. I'm like, I don't even know what Queen's song this is supposed to be, but 
kind of dig <laughs> what this is. So there is there are tribute albums that like the point is to get you excited about everybody on a label or something. This doesn't yeah. seem like a label. This is just they've done nothing but Christmas albums. It's it seems like they got a bunch of Boston based emo bands together. I enjoy more of it than Terrence does, but it yes. is absolutely what this is. Uh, you you what do you think? <laughs> There are songs up here that I'm just like, like that uh, they actually, I feel like they did something with their cover. Right. Like they, they tried to make it sound their own. And if some of these other bands just sound like that, man, I was bored out of my mind. There, uh, I mean, there's, 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 there's a thing going on here where you have, you have an initial problem with a tribute album that is about a specific album instead of just a yes. band, which it means... Uh, all the songs have to come into the track order of the original album. So, like, you're right. not putting your best foot out first sometimes. Uh, but right. in in my opinion, like, the quality is pretty good across the board. There, I, I understand the problems that go into doing a multi-band tribute album because a lot of it comes down to sometimes, like, how many days can we get somebody in the studio? Like, where is it? Mm-hmm. What can we do? Uh, and then can we mix it all to sound the same? And so sometimes you get people that are like, I don't know, we don't have time to do like drums. Like it'll just be me and my friend on guitar. And like, right. nothing really drops off here in that way. Like the worst, the worst version of that is like, sometimes there's a drum machine, but also some of these bands, I think sound like that. No one just comes out here and like, it's them with an acoustic guitar. Everyone really did a fully polished version of a song here. So it's already just miles away better from what I expected. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect going into this. Uh, but there's probably like three tracks on here that I would ever go back to listen to again. The rest of them, uh, we we're texting about it. Let me just look at <laughs> what we were texting about. But like just some of them just... It was just like a white girl, clearly a white girl, singing, uh, singing over a drum machine, and the drum machine isn't even doing much of anything. <laughs> Clear, it was clearly, just... a white girl should have been the name of this album. <laughs> <laughs> I know that putting the dot after the word emo was very clever and 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 good, but also cl- just a white girl would have been a great name for this right. tribute. Yeah, uh, like you said, uh, your type, like. There is nothing happening in that song. Like it it doesn't even hew anywhere close to the original or and it's not different enough yeah. to like stand out. It's just like this slow. I told Brooke like I was just like it just feels like I'm stuck at a house show but in a bad way where it's just like well, here's our 15th band coming up for the night and you're just like I've been here for 2 hours and I'm not drunk enough for this. When, when he said I'm stuck at the, at the house show, I did ask, like, in a good way or a bad way, because some of this feels like that, but, like, also, like, oh, this band's doing a song I know, and they're they're pretty okay at it. Like, I kind of enjoy right, yeah. this. Yeah, uh, when and, it gets and, to... And, uh... and he's right. Uh, Kiki uh, Mad Dog does this cover of your type, uh, and it is it is that that least it is is the song with the least effort on the album it and and maybe it's their sound and it's cool like i don't know anybody that's that's on here and and like right. i'm excited about a lot of them that i'm like you know what i'll i'll check them out on like bandcamp i'll find their stuff like what they sound like might be interesting this is one of those things where it's just like somebody did it in one take and it feels like they almost like sat on their synthesizer and that's all the accompaniment there yeah. is and you're like all right well you you either had a vision or you didn't give a shit and it's hard to tell. And that's disappointing. 
That that is like the only were, song on the on the album that I give like zero stars to, and, right. and even like in its the, own way, you know what? It's fine. I I don't want to shit <laughs> on on somebody that's probably uh you know doing recording in their bedroom. Like it's the the singing is great on it. It's fine. It's a fine track. It just doesn't stand out on an album that I think does a lot I better s- than I expected. <laughs> Brock can say that I still don't like it, and I think it's bad. <laughs> And that- like I'm not, I'm not here to, I'm not here to like be somebody's friend. I'm here to talk about this album, and I don't think it's good. I don't think they did a good job with it. Like it's not anything. It's the most, it's the most low effort. Just like here's the here's the lyrics to the song. Right. I'm gonna whisper talk over it basically, and there's just the slightest hint of a drum track. Uh not to make it sound like I'm shitting on Terrence, but I will let you know that if you give money to this album, uh, it goes to uh, Immigration Equality. Uh, since 1994, Immigration Equality has been an advocate for and representing lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer HIV-positive immigrants seeking safety, fair treatment, and freedom. So maybe there's and- no reason to say anything bad about this because it's protecting HIV-positive immigrants uh, and if that's, you were to do so, but you're, that's another you're a thing that kind of that kind of bothers me about it is because that that is a really good cause, like yeah. a super great cause, and it just feels like they didn't put any effort into making this music for a good cause. Oh, it's sure. like if you go to a it's like if you go to a bakery fundraiser and somebody has just bought like they went to Walmart beforehand <laughs> and just picked up whatever cake they found there. That's what it feels like to me. That's fair. Like that that's my whole problem where it's just like I like that you you, you you moved it like it's not it's not on me for not liking it. It's on them for not doing enough work to support HIV positive immigrants. They should have done their song better if they cared about the cause. Well it's it's like you want somebody to buy your product and you want somebody to do like you want somebody to buy your product for charity. Uh-huh. And you're not going to put in the work to make it sound like anything. Right. Like, I still, like, divorced from the charity, I still don't think it's good. <laughs> I am joking, by the way. No one yell at Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, it just bothers me a whole, because I've been to shows like this. Like, I've been to somebody's right. house where it's just like, we're going to have an open mic night. We're going to have these people come up. And it's just like one person with a ukulele, one person with an acoustic guitar, one person has a drum machine. And it's just like... And, and it's but it's not interesting like they're not doing anything interesting with the 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 instruments that they have and i'm annoyed which okay it, it is one song we've really fixated on it uh well it's not even just like one song like there's a lot there's a lot on here like the first uh we were texting yeah like yeah. the first three tracks on this album it's just like this sort of breathy acoustic uh uh, whatever like it, it's like lo- it's very low-key and everything but each song is like pretty much most of this album is like that and that's fine or whatever but it just like it didn't make especially compared to like the original where it's just like bombastic and there's there's like stuff happening it just feels like when uh 
like in the early 2000s when everyone was making acoustic covers to everything right. like when an apple when an apple commercial would come on and you're like that song sounds kind of familiar and then it'd just be like a cover of a pop song and you're like oh, it, is, okay. it is the ryan adams 1989 problem of covers it's like okay what if it's just me and it's slow uh i'm not gonna make it minor key but i'll you know deconstruct it and <laughs> you're like no no, no. right that what uh what carly ray, ray jepson did not need was deconstructing uh either go right. bigger or go home and some of these bands do and starts with uh track four where the band the super weeks does give me love and out of nowhere it's finally a rock album and you're like hello thank you uh, right. this sounds like a song you might have written in your voice uh and that's what you yeah want. That, that was another when I yeah when I got to the end of it like I realized like a lot of these songs just don't sound like uh like they were they, it, it didn't sound like some of the band could have done themselves exactly or like it doesn't sound like they they gave they it would their have own ne- voice. never naturally arrived at this point they they would not have created this song or they like, right. missed like the point of it uh, and that's what the breathy versions of it are like. It feels the, the, like the absolute ironic. worst one is is the cover of "I Really Like You" by a band called Man Dancing, uh, which I just had to double check. It is Man Dancing. It's not a great <laughs> uh, one, and it is just like a very breathy cover of something that should be fun. And you're like, but for whom? <laughs> who it, who it wants feels, to hear that song like... and be like, this is kind of a bummer now? <laughs> It feels like two like two thousand four hipster irony, where it's just like, yes, hey, there you, you are. know that, <laughs> you know that, uh, you know that pop thing. Here's a here's our version of it, and we did the thing for it. And you're like, these oh, first yeah. couple of songs feel like something that Pitchfork would have posted in those years and been like, right. check it out. <laughs> Uh, like it, and but even uh, the first track, "Run Away with Me," like they kind of start off, and I was just like, oh, they're like kind of copying uh, the the saxophone in the beginning of the song, but doing guitar or whatever, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, used. which which is what you want from a cover of this. Yeah, yeah, but then it just goes into this, just it just flatlines for like pretty much the rest of the song. It does and a weird thing where they uh, use that, that sort of uh, delay effect where all of a sudden the entire song uh, just overwhelms itself and then it just becomes noise and then you cut back from that. But they start doing that around like the 50 second mark and I'm like, Okay, well, that's normally how you like end something, but like, uh, all right. right so uh, don't often say this, but hey, blowing the load early there, uh, and then just gonna keep <laughs> using that same trick right on. So this isn't great to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and but like what you were talking about earlier, like the the charity thing, where it's just like, yeah, just. <laughs> donate to the charity like i don't know <laughs> like it it just oh it I'm, just give, I'm giving of, them a direct donation of, as soon as we get done recording by way of apology for how much shitting we're gonna do on this album i like i just wish it was better because like doing like an emo cover like this is a very narrow like timeline of emo like literally like 2002 to 2006 like you mentioned one of the songs just sounds like a hello goodbye song Yes, and like it's like this this extremely narrow was that, was that version. Souls cover of making the most of the night. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did you you had texted it to me? Um, our, our text thread of listening to this is actually just our script for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get lost as a, as a song that you say uh, sounds like hello goodbye. Oh, okay, um, but it it, it like. <laughs> 
it's uh, like because I because I uh, I used to listen to the the, the Santa Claus albums. Like we we were gonna we did that last year, but I completely messed up uh, record. What had happened was <laughs> I record we recorded the episode. And then I uploaded it, but it was wrong. Or I uploaded it to the wrong feed, and I had already <laughs> deleted it by the time I had found out what had happened. Right. And so I was just like, well, I guess I don't have this album anymore. Oh, um, right. But it just it just feels like a lot of, uh, like that time, because that time period was 2006-ish, 2000, 2004, 2006, somewhere around right. there. And like a lot of those bands, it was just like, you just did a cover of the song, like uh, <laughs> the format. Um, the format did Holly Jolly Christmas, right. and it's literally like just Holly Jolly Christmas again. Like, if you're gonna do a cover, like either like sing the song, like do the song the way it was before and sing it, or make it your own. Right, and don't just. Uh, I'm just very bothered <laughs> by this because I like I really like this Carly Rae Jepsen album, and of course I love emo music like i do a whole fucking podcast for it and <laughs> to have those to have those two come together and to have just like this sort of weak uh, yeah like maybe is that is this just how boston sa- is this like what the boston music scene sounds like maybe i just don't like boston music <laughs> did we in that episode get into the a very special christmas series of of things were those slightly rem- before I your don't time i remember uh, a very special I Christmas. I think, is, I think is, you might have talked about it. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's for some. Uh, oh, it was a special Olympics uh, fundraiser thing, and they started them in like the late '90s. And it was like, okay, we're gonna have like Celine Dion come in and cover some songs. And they, at this point, like it's all just Christmas traditionals, so it wasn't really covers. But like, it was a lot of mainstream artists, and then each one would have like. And by the way, here's like the Smashing Pumpkins. And you're like, oh, that's a little right. edgy for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it also resulted in Tom Petty's uh, Christmas is a Rockin' Time, which... Yes, um, we did talk about this. Of, of all the things that I have in my goddamn idiot music brain, that is the song with the best uh, mic'd snare drum in the history of recording for me, just for me, for mm-hmm. me, that's the mm-hmm. one that's like, that's the best snare drum I've ever heard. I'm <laughs> just like, right. that's a, a weird thing to have in me. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's all that. Like, I, I like this. I like so much of this. Uh, like, uh, like I said, do you like the, the gimme love and the, all that covers are like so good. Uh, I don't know this. I I'm really really okay with this because I've suffered through so much bad. But also, like you, we started our conversation about this today with like you you were listening. You're like all this does is make me want to listen to the album. I'm like sure, but this also makes me want to listen to some of these bands. Like four or five of them, I will definitely seek out and see what they actually sound like. And I mm-hmm. hope it sounds like this. Like even right. even the Ox, uh, which is the band that I said like sounds like Hello Goodbye. I'm like. Well, hello, goodbye ain't around anymore. What are they up to? <laughs> tell, tell me what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine that you like it. I'll let you like it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your permission I to just, enjoy like, I want. I just really wanted to like this, and it just wasn't... 
like even like when I was talking about the Santa cause, they had right. uh, the the albums. They were uh, it was for the first one was for pediatric AIDS, and the second one was for Cure Autism Now, which doesn't sound too great. Um, <laughs> sounds Wait, like what? a bad name. It's called, there's a uh, called there was a. Uh, there was a, a, a something, a, uh, oh yeah, Autism Speaks, yeah, it was bad, uh, but this is 2006 before anyone knew about that, um, but the second album went to Cure Autism Now, um, but that was in 2006, uh, so, anyway, but, uh, the first one, the first album was for Pediatric AIDS Foundation, the Elizabeth Glazer Pediatric AIDS Foundation, okay, and it had, it had, uh, the song called I Saw Daddy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. And it was by this, it's just like this shitty punk rock band, Standstill. I've, it's literally the only song I've ever heard oh, from them. I, I have heard this cover, yes. <laughs> and it's just, it's just bad. Like, it's like this, it's just like, oh, Santa, Santa, Daddy, Daddy kissed Santa, and then Mommy and Daddy had a three-way with Santa, and I saw it. And it's just like... Have you never heard that song outside <laughs> like, this of is this a... context? Huh? Have you ever heard that song outside of the punk rock context? You know, you, you know that's a, a real song, right? I, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh. This is I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus. Okay, that's what threw me also... Weird, interesting. Tell me yeah, more. It's a song. It's a song. Literally, like the song is just like I saw my dad kissing Santa Claus, and then mommy and daddy had a three-way with Santa Claus, and it's just like what? <laughs> this is an album for pediatric AIDS. What are you doing? Look, look, look. It just, Whatever we turn much, in uh, helps people, uh, <laughs> so we can turn in a weird nonsense. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just kind of bothered by a lot of like a lot of christmas stuff i love christmas christmas is my favorite holiday and i i love enjoy this podcast has put you on the defensive about whether or not you enjoy christmas no but it's just like there's there's this weird cynicism around christmas oh sure. especially when you have when you have like bands like this and like people my uh, you're what you're four years older than me five years older than me yeah something i think you're my brothers something like that um and like people my age just have like this weird, like faux cynicism sort of thing about Christmas that I don't like because I just legitimately like Christmas. Right. And it's it's just like when everyone's just like, oh, Die Hard's best Christmas movie. And it's just like it has nothing to do with Christmas. Like if you want to like that movie, that's great. But it has nothing to do with Christmas. Like, I saw Daddy Kissing Santa Claus is maybe slightly homophobic and is just like, the original song is just like, a child doesn't understand that his dad is dressed as Santa Claus for Christmas. Like, that's a that's a funny story. And it, I don't know. I'm just... I, it's just it's just like every every day is just like something cynical and it's just like what if we had one time of the year where it wasn't that and then people are like i'm gonna do the least amount or i'm gonna make it edgy and you're just like uh thanks (laughs) like even something corporate had a had a song on the album where it's about a breakup in december and you're just like fucking shut up (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know i don't know (laughs) I really like seeing this side of you. 
We're, we're, we're <sighs> look. Anyone that's listened to this show knows that we're both very sincere boys. We wouldn't have a emo podcast without that. But I like the idea that you're just right. like, look, leave December alone. What just, is wrong with you, monsters? Christmas, just let Christmas be Christmas. You have Halloween for your like spooks and nonsense. But also, your version is like you also have Halloween for your like political outrage. <laughs> Like I was talking about uh, on Twitter earlier, I was like, there's like three arguments that come around every year uh, where it's just like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh-huh. And Baby, it's cold outside, it's bad. And is is Christmas uh, something? And you're just, it's is every Christmas year. Is Christmas something? I don't even remember what I said at this point. No, that's uh, the new thing. Is Christmas something? Oh, it was just like, is all Christmas music bad? And it's just like... <laughs> It's the the same. It's the same thing every year. I I did think it was amazing that now it's being reframed as like, um, well, people aren't into, uh, baby, it's cold outside because of the Me Too movement. I was like, nope, we just all <laughs> didn't like that for like a long time now. Like, yeah, that's not a Me Too movement thing. It's just, uh, it's a shitty song. It's like talking about the national anthem and being like, yeah, no, this like, is a bad song like- too. Also. <laughs> It's like, uh, there's, there's like the two arguments of just like, well, it meant something different back then. And then everyone's like, well, well, it sounds bad now. And then like one of my friend, my friend Lindsay, she was like, at the time the, it was fine, but the con- in today's context, it is no longer fine. And that's like, yes, cool. End of discussion. But then you still have the people who are just like, no, it is bad. And it's really even back then and and it's just like i've heard the i've heard the discussion i understand i promise you i i actually read one yesterday that was about how in the historical context of the song that it's actually about the woman trying to take advantage of the man and i was just like i know that this is probably true and the person that wrote this wouldn't have written this without having done the research but also i don't care <laughs> i no longer need right. this i I, I do not need to uh, redeem or reevaluate the song that I do not care about moving forward. It's fine. Uh, you that, know, I mean, you that, cut your ties with things, and then you're like, you know, if somebody comes back three years later and like, here's a think piece that'll make you reconsider. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I, I just don't need the song. It's fine. You know what I need? That's how, is I, song that's how Santa I feel Baby, about a which lot. dismantles capitalism. Oh, fuck. I love that song. <laughs> that's how I feel about a lot. Oh, <laughs> that's how I the, feel like, about a lot. No, that's di- the end of the sentence. <laughs> about a lot. Yeah. Uh, but just like about the sort of like discourse, the same thing is it kind of like circle back around every once in a while. It's just like, I don't need this discussion again. I don't need to hear anyone make jokes about it. I don't need to hear serious discussion again. I'm de- like, I don't need it in my life. I'm done. I am There, there, there does need to be a word for that thing where you're like, I, I don't need the pro or the con of it. Like, I just don't need any of right. it. Like, I, I don't even I don't, want the jokes of it either because we've already done those too much. <laughs> and that is yeah. perfectly summed up here. Like, baby, it's cold outside. I understand the pro. I understand the con. I, we're uncovering new versions of the pro and new versions of the con, which is fucking wild. And in the interim, it's all the same jokes as before. And, and, and of course, in Twitter age, you and I engage with most things in terms of like joke first, followed by contact second. And right. All of it is just like, no, is, I don't need any of it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, today, uh, Tumblr 
uh, <laughs> put their foot in their mouth about uh, not safe for work art, and it's been twelve hours, and I'm already just like, just get rid of the whole website. Like, don't even like delete the whole website right now. Do I you don't think need it anymore. <laughs> you could post a picture of yourself with your foot in your mouth on Tumblr and get away with it now? That's kind of adult. It's sort of sexual when you think about uh, it. It has no female presenting nipples, so. I think female I presenting is it. also just the worst fucking like cellar door I've ever heard. <laughs> female presenting. Good Lord. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But it's just like, like, I see everyone's point like up front, like at the beginning of the day. And then you're still like getting it trickling in through the end of the day. And you're just like, I have had this discussion. It's kind of like having an argument with somebody. Right. Except for you're done with the argument. Like, you have made your point, you have heard their point, and then, like, later in the day, they're just like, and another thing. And you're just like, I promise you. Like, I will I will do anything that you need me to do to never have this conversation again. I promise you. I swear by my sword that I was done with this three years ago. I'm so sorry. I've... I'm done. I understand your point, but can we please talk about anything else? It's or it's like what not not to the seriousness of the situation is one thing, but it feels like when you're having a like when a kid is talking to you. Right. Like I'm not saying any anyone is a kid. Like I'm not saying that. It just feels like cuz you see the same opinion over right. and over again. And it but feels why? like when a kid is talking to you and they're and they're having they have like the same thought like eight times in a row. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, I, I, I get it. I promise. I promise I get it. I love you, but I get it. And I don't want to have this discussion again. I love you, but I get it is, is such a good comeback to 80% of what I saw with my eyes today. <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna make a shirt that says that. Just says. I think I it's a good you, shirt. I, I love you. Eh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but, uh, but I get. I get it. I understand. So, should Carly Rae Jepsen get a sword for Christmas? Is that what? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Give Give her a sword. So, give her do you enjoy sword. this album? Is it fine? What? Where did you end? <laughs> I, there are some. There are some good songs on here. I do think. I do think some bands did did a good job. But I also. Uh, like kind of getting past the faux joke anger from earlier. Um, There's uh, a, you get mad. It's funny to the people. Uh, I've watched (laughs) enough YouTube, Um, (laughs) but I, I I honestly do think just enough bands just didn't do anything special. Um, I thought enough bands did fine (laughs) to make it their own. Yeah. What'd you say? Oh, I think, Enough people did fine. I I think most people rose to the occasion. It it feels good, right? Yeah, like uh, like the boy problems and yeah, uh, give me love and there's stuff up here that that was good. And I would like to hear some of these bands, but most of these bands just kind of sounded like there wasn't it, like if this is what they sound like, then I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> Anyway, the album is free, so fuck us. Because, like, yeah, you can listen to it. It costs nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. It's fine. Go donate. Uh, go donate. <laughs> don't just donate to uh, to to immigration for uh, immigration equality. Right. Uh, find other find other things to donate to. Also, uh, just not the uh, the people that stand out. Salvation Army. <laughs> don't give them money because yeah. they're bad people. I'm at Brock Wilbur <laughs> on Twitter. Terrence, where can people find you? 
You can find me at the Black Nerd. I've got stuff going on now again that you could find on the internet. We are the coolest kids and we'll take what we can get. How dare you? Bye. 